Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hi. Hey, remember in that earlier episode where we talked about that thing called Just Like Me? It was this idea that just like me, people are learning about life. They're getting it wrong. They're getting it right. Well, they're trying to get it right more than they get it wrong, hopefully. But that exercise really helped keep me on track. So I stumbled across something really extraordinary yesterday. It was this installation in the Botanic Gardens and it was called the Confined Hearts Project. It was all these tiny little hearts, um, like not heart um, models, but kind of anatomically correct hearts, not totally correct, but um, but real hearts. And they'd made this like labyrinth or spiral of these little handmade uh, clay hearts. They had um, like two chambers in their little arteries and they were all wrapped up in a white cloth. And so each of these tiny hearts, you could hold them in the palm of your hand, was wrapped in a white cloth and then they were arranged in this spiral on the grass or like a labyrinth. And then you could walk the spiral and as you walk the spiral, you could stop and you could unwrap a little heart. And um, that's what I did. So I walked the spiral and I stopped and I picked up one of the little hearts and I unwrapped it. It's a little white linen cloth and it had words engraved on it. And the words said, love lives here. It was really, really beautiful. Just that. It said like, love lives here. And then I kind of got to thinking. I thought like, where does love live? And I wondered about this. And so while I was doing the um, walk on the labyrinth, I placed my hand on my own beating heart. And I said those words. I said, love lives here. And then I like really said it. I said like, love lives here. Go and try it. You could try it right now. Just place your hand right over your heart. It's right there. It's near the center left of your chest. And you could just like slow your breathing down a little bit. Don't worry about who's watching. It's your heart. You're allowed to touch it in public. It's okay. And just kind of quietly say to yourself, or maybe inside your head, love lives here. Love lives here. And you're just breathing and pausing and knowing that love really does live here. I'm going to think about all of your beating little hearts throughout the week. And you can do it too. We'll try and imagine the people we're working with or the people that we go shopping with that are queuing up in front of us because they're not like flesh-covered talking machines. They've all got these little beating hearts and that's where love lives. All that love living all around us. Gosh, it feels really beautiful. Anyway, that's not the thing I wanted to talk to you about this week. There's this other thing. So... I've been writing about this and I've been talking about it and it's it's about the steps of compassion. And in the compassion literature, there's so much that's written about compassion, um, we generally talk about four steps or five steps of a compassionate act 
And I kind of think of it like um, a dance, like a four-step, or maybe a song, and the steps are like the tempo. So in the way that I think about compassion, I have come up with four steps that I think um, are really helpful. I'm going to talk about those. But before I help you understand what compassion really is, before I really illuminate that, um, what I need you to do is I need you to put aside all those ideas that you have that tell you that compassion is all about softness or weakness. I want you to put them to the side. I want you to pack them up like you're just packing them up in an archive box because those ideas that compassion is the same as weakness or softness, they're not relevant. They're not relevant anymore to us. So the kind of compassion that I'm really interested in is muscular and it's brave. That's the nature of it. Compassion is often fearless and forthright And just when you think compassion is exactly what you need so that you can answer the call for a system change, you get this little glimpse of what compassion is like, maybe at the bedside. And at that moment, compassion is quiet and it's still and it just holds space for whatever is unfolding. But at other times, compassion is that silence that brings just enough tension, you know, so that you can make your way through a deadlock. Compassion also blows whistles and it stops the line. She puts out fires and sometimes she lights fires. But above all else, compassion always sees distress and suffering. The distress and suffering that we're experiencing and the distress and suffering of others. And it tries to find a way to alleviate alleviate that distress. So I think of compassion as a tactician or maybe a balm or a life raft or a fortress or a way through. She is a brave space, but not always the safest space when we want the easy way out. When she holds your gaze, you're going to know that you've been seen and accepted. Because the Dalai Lama tells us that compassion is essential for human survival. Well, I think it's essential for the survival of our healthcare system too. So anyway, here are the four steps. So the first step that I think of, I call showing up. And that's being mindful and present and attentive. And that's like being in this present moment without any judgment. That's all mindfulness really means. Being here without any judgment and being present for ourselves and being present for others. I remember when I went to New York in 2016, I um, got to meet Dr. Emma Seppala, and she's a science director at the Stanford Center for Compassion and Altruism Research and Education, or what they call C-Care. And she said this really simple but profound thing to me that just blew me away. She said, the body is always in the present moment. I was like, wow, this body is always in the now. We just have to show up for ourselves and show up for others. So we can actually use our body to calm our mind. But that's a whole other episode. I'll get into that another day. Anyway, showing up, that's where you look into someone's eyes, where you really see them. And you're like, I am here. And we all know what it's like to be really seen. 
We know what it feels like. It feels wonderful. And the second step is sense-making. And that's where you discern what is happening. What might be causing or contributing to this distress? What's the backstory? What's really happening? What's in my control? What can I do? And of what help can I be? And the third step is feeling into or having a felt relation with the impact that the distress is having. And this requires us to really join with other people or sometimes to join with ourselves. But to see ourselves as part of the whole. It's, a, it's like the experience that I had in a previous episode, um, Words That Shimmer, where I talked about Ben Quilty's painting and um, I talked about how I sat and I looked at the painting and I looked into the eyes and there was that sense of really strong connection. That's the feeling into that I'm thinking of. And then the fourth step, the really important step, is stepping forward. And that's where we take intelligent, thoughtful and appropriate action to help relieve or remove distress or suffering. Because someone has to do something. Because remember, compassion is a verb and it's all about action. So they're the four steps. But here's my invitation. Over the next week, how are you going to show up for someone? In fact, who needs you to really show up for them? Drop me a note. Tell me. I'd love to hear. And until we speak again, may you be well. May you be happy. May you show up for yourself and others. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking, and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You, Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care. And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.